Talking Heads. It's one of the best concert flicks ever. Is that the one with David Byrne in the big suit? You betcha. Yeah, I'll totally go to that. Sweet. It's live at PJ's. Doors are at 9, and the movie starts at 10. Let's get there early and drink some beer. All right. Passing the press up to the facts. Tense and nervous. Can't relax. Can't sleep. Bed's on fire. Don't touch me. I'm a real life. A little bit of everything, huh? Then tune in for Freeform with me, Nighty, on Tuesday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. Doing a human beatbox, but it's real difficult. Even knock me out my socks. It's a moving combination with your lip, tongue, and toe. Use your teeth in your nose for a mysterious high note. I like What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Oh, come on. It's a new year. Time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. You mean stiletto heels. Whatever. They take up a lot of space, Imelda. <laughs> so what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet? Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? The oh, oh, the gossip. Yeah, the gossip will still be there. Oh, thank my, uh, my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me that glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes, and welcome! We are here! Wow. We um, are really uh, doing a lot of remodeling at the moment, so as you can see, we sometimes have the kitchen sink in the bathrooms and, uh, <laughs> and uh, bedrooms and stuff, so uh, uh, we're going through some transition here. So uh, welcome, Gabe, to uh, Closets. Hello. Thank you very much. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi. And uh, we still have Alex as our engineer. Thank you, Alex, for staying with us. This is great. Um, yes, um, uh, Christy and I um, uh, are, are, are changing closets. Uh, Christy is actually um, going to be moving uh, to, uh, I guess, the West Coast um, uh, in February. And, and I was... school on, get some more edumacation. That's right. right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and um, so uh, we've... Uh, We've asked LGBT to help, help us like this, so we'll see. Uh, and of course, the office of LGBT at, at um, U of M, we like to have our well-manicured fingernails in as many pots as possible. <laughs> so we're uh, just kind of getting through some transition here. So um, so definitely, and if they want to um, have any ideas for our transition or any uh, things they'd like to see in closets. Absolutely. We want to hear all the ideas that you have. Uh, we want to include as many community members and students from all the campuses. Uh, Absolutely. So please. Uh, and you know, you can email us. We have this email now. A um, new email. So write this down, folks. So it's wcbnclosets at gmail.com. I mean, we are so hip. We have Gmail now. Our Gmail. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we were still using Yahoo at one point. So this is, uh, so we are, yeah. So wcbnclosets mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Yeah, gmail is the new pink, apparently. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So even our folks that even listen to, in California, and I think we even have someone who listens in Germany and uh, New York and things. So if you even have some things you want to contribute, um, you can send us to uh, send us that information uh, on uh, our Gmail. We'd love to hear from you and uh even we'll even maybe do do some uh 
Um, on the street, uh, roving reporter. On the street, on the sidewalk, on the catwalk, whatever. In the bathhouse, In whatever. The alley. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so this should be. Uh, so please, we're definitely looking for suggestions and ideas and uh, contributions, um, and uh, oh, and even on contributions uh, with our fundraiser that's coming up in uh, middle of February. So. Um, so that's going to be kind of interesting. So that's uh, be prepared. Start saving your pennies and uh, absolutely. The more the merrier. Absolutely. Turn so. those couches upside down. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Or at least your boyfriend's pants. Either one, you know. Or girlfriends. Oh, or girlfriends. Yes, thank that's you. Right. So or platonic life partner, whatever. Yeah, right, right. So, uh, um, so this is going to be a very. This I think this is going to be an exciting. I mean, we've got we've been kind of talking about some plans. So this is going to be kind of uh, interesting. Uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun i think there's a lot of potential and um you know if anything our community is creative and we're used to changing things around and um especially closets with the new season and all so (laughs) yes wow we have a new season alex can you believe it is that the same old uh, closets this is interesting so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we have some folks that we've um we're gonna have a band here tonight um kate and sarah from the um uh, nervous Nervous but but excited excited. Mm -hmm. that's great sarah from nervous but excited um they're they're going to be on tonight, and we've got Michael McGuire uh, uh, from RAP. He's the new president of the Washington Rainbow Action Project. That he's going to be, um, he's excited about coming on the show. Um, uh, Keith is definitely going to be st- still staying with us. So Keith from Common Language, mm-hmm. Common uh, Language, right? And uh, you know we'll have sc- the standbys with us throughout the season too. Oh, so that's right. you know Kate Brindle from EMU, Hollaback Kate, how you doing? Yes. Um, we'll have um, you know visitors from the office still. Uh, and, yay! And, and really, you know, and you, if you want to come on and if you have something to say email us give us the idea and and we'll make it happen that's right right. and what's that email again it's wcbnclosets at gmail.com that's right so so how how are things going gabe um, you know, things are, are going pretty okay. You know, um, I was thrown for a loop because, you know, Tuesday that felt like a Monday. Um, <laughs> yes. So, yes. So it was good. You know, the, a lot of really cool events going on for um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day and, you know, get our civil rights on and that sort of thing. Right, right. Exactly. So speaking of Martin Luther King Day, it was um, – I had this very interesting conversation with a, a sorority girl. Um, uh, okay. uh, and it was, it was a I don't very... know where the story is going, <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> and she was, I mean, she's kind of, she's graduated from college now. She's done doing the, uh, she's not necessarily done doing the sorority thing, but she definitely has what, what I would consider the typical, the stereotype of a sorority girl of everything has to be perfect. Everything has to be, um, even if things are not okay, you still mm-hmm. have to keep going and sure. things okay. and everything is just so perfect. And, <laughs> and, um, and I was talking, she had her, and, and one of the things that she's like, that she was fretting about was the fact that, um, she now has a kid and she's like trying to change her language sure. and she's trying to be very, um, open and things. Inclusive, and she's, right? Exactly. Well, and so I'm sitting there and we're having this conversation and she says, oh yeah, you know, I went to this conference or whatever and we, and I was talking to this person and she gives this person's name and she actually says to me like this, she goes, I couldn't believe it. She gets turns to me and she says, and you know, he's a B-L-A-C-K man. Oh, right. right in front of the child. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, you mean black? And she's like, <gasps> like this. Like I had said a dirty word. Interesting. And I looked at her like, we need to talk. And and was this because her child was next to her? Yes. Ah. Because we we don't say. Well, maybe they're taking it through the color wheel slowly. 
Well, and maybe next is R E D and then Y E L L O W. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes, because I was, I was like, what? I'm like, what is this about? And she's just, she was like, well, we just don't, we just don't say these things in front of our ch- children. Like, and we're trying to, and, 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 I was like, I totally expect you to, like, if she starts spelling swear words, if she starts spelling, you know, H-E-L-L, you know, things like that. I can start, I can kind of understand that. But someone's race or ethnicity, I... That's very odd. I I was absolutely perplexed by this. And Mm. and I don't think I really had quite a great conversation with her because I don't think it really sunk in that she was... She was more surprised that I was surprised, right. um, and then then actually having anything, and and I didn't know how to I I really did not know how to react to her and like what to kind of um, explain to her of how what you've just done to that child is like you've made that a dirty word now right. because you know because exactly. I can I, because the word black is not. A, a complicated word. Like if she started spelling Hispanic, I can understand the, the kid kind of going, you know, trying to think of how do you, how do you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. You no, know, so it's a familiar word. But if she's but black, they learn colors. They learn yellow. They right. learn blue. They learn right. black. That she's going to see that, especially on the board when they had the different colors uh, in the classroom. Sure, it's interesting. I wonder where she was coming from. I wonder if she would spell homosexual or lesbian. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. I wonder if she could spell. Homosexual. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't. I yeah, really, you know, right. exactly. It's, tough. it's like the word anonymous. Uh, you know, I think it's all anonymous. kinds. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Abominable. Or right. no, wait, yeah. Um, but that's really interesting. It just goes to show that there's a lot of work to be done. Absolutely. A lot of work to be done. Absolutely. So and it was just really inspiring to kind of hear um, a lot of the different events that were going on on the campuses um, 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 about MLK Day. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's, it's it's been kind of – and how different people have reacted to – is it a day on? Is it a day off? Is it and how they 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 just considered it like President's Day, you know? Like, what do, do we ever celebrate really our presidents on that day? Um, it's right, a, right. What's it's, the meaning behind it, right? Yeah, right. yeah. And so I, I find it very interesting, especially when I was trying to prepare for the show for possibly one of our topics tonight or in the future. I was like really learning about how our culture really does infiltrate a lot of. I mean, we we were there. Our our the gays were gays, lesbians, bisexuals, transgender folks were there. Absolutely. I mean, a lot so. of people don't really realize that Bayard Rustin, yes. um, you know, Martin Luther King's right hand person, yes, was an out gay black man. Yes, and out. That's what gets me. It's like he was. Out. Everybody knew who he was and and what he was about, and that's what's kind of a. And interesting, as I I hear about the civil rights struggles and things of how, um, and how much of a struggle there was around that. Right. Um, Absolutely. And you know, they just like just this past fall, they opened um, a high school, uh, a Baird Baird Rustin High School, and they uh, when they did the dedication and they have a bio of him in the library, they didn't mention anything about his homosexuality. Really? Yeah, and I really find that to be a grave injustice. You know, this 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 African American man did such great things. He was both B L A C K and G A Y. Exactly. Um, and he was one of the main architects uh, on Martin Luther King Jr.'s um, March on Washington. And yes. it's, it's just not 
not really talked about. So exactly. we've gotta, we got to bring these things out of the closet. Absolutely. You know Absolutely. So, yeah. And so, and then I had a different experience this weekend where I'm my, what am I, I don't necessarily set um, New Year's resolutions or, or, but when there are different definite like marks, like a new semester or a new year or, um, you know, even with the different seasons, I, I try to new calendar. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, exactly. New refrigerator. <laughs> right. New season of American Idol started less than 8 p.m. Oh, mm-hmm. especially. Yes, right, exactly. Sort of Very important things yeah, like that. Yeah. Yes. The, um, the, I, I, so the, I start kind of take a look at different things and I'm like, you know what? I need to be reminded that I need to kind of, um, there's lots of opportunities at this point of kind of being reminded of um, how I can improve my health. So I I I decided I know I did the uh, dirty deed and went um, to Discovery Channel and discuss and joined their National Body Challenge. Um, Yes, I decided that I was going to take on the challenge and improve my health, eating less and moving more. And and one of the things that was on there was that you could go onto the website and actually uh, put your weight and 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 height and all these different characteristics about yourself, and the computer will start figuring out like your BMI, your body mass index, oh. um, and it did really well in trying to figure out my body mass index, but it struggled. When I went further, like, okay, so how do we then activate other parts of the the site about nutrition, about exercising? Did it make you pay? No. It it said that I put in the wrong weight. Hmm. And so I went back and I tried to figure it out and found out that they will only accept between 40 and 400 pounds. Now I'm a big guy. Uh-huh. So um I'm I'm I have no idea what I really do weigh, but I I'm, I'm guessing I'm probably 500 pounds. Huh, okay. So and they wouldn't accept it. And they wouldn't accept it on the website at all. So I got angry and I said, "Oh, well there's a national weigh in right here in Troy, Michigan. I'm going to go and I'm going to give them peace of my mind." Really? Yes. So I made an appointment and online to get weighed in and so I can be able to find out what my white my my what what my starting point is. So I get there and of course it's on like the second floor. I have to walk up to get there and I'm like, oh darn it, just because it's a fitness club doesn't mean I should have to walk. Okay. But, I, but I did it. I was like, fine. <laughs> so I'm getting up there and I'm like breathing and things and realizing, yeah, this is probably a really good goal. And um get to the first the first part and I said and I signed in and they're like, you know, are you Dan Burns? And I'm like, yep, that's me. And they said, welcome, this is great. And I said, are you by chance from the Discovery Channel? Are you from Bally's? And they looked at me, and they were like, well, I'm actually from the Discovery Channel. I said, great, I have, I have a feedback for you. And I kind of told them, and they were, they were shocked that it didn't work. And I said, well, I will show you on a computer. Well, none of them had any computers. Hmm. And they apparently couldn't use the computers at Bally's. So I was like, well, you need to make a note of it and take it back to, to, to your place. So I go through the line a little further, and you actually get to weigh in. So I stand on the scale, and it comes up error. Really? I went, no way. So I got up. She says, okay, now you, now you may not weigh yourself very often, so let me tell you how you need to do this. So she t- actually tells me you need to step here and here. Uh- <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, okay, if that's what I have to do, thank you for letting me know. Oh, my feet go in the scale. Uh, yeah. I was, you know, I was doing a handstand. <laughs> Exactly. Thank you. So I'm just like, what's up with this? So I get back on it, and I'm looking down, and it goes 450 and then error. And I'm like, oh, the scale doesn't go above 450. 
So now I know I'm above 450, which is a little disappointing because I thought it was a little less than that. But anyway. Um, Sizeism. Uh, exa- hello. And I sat there and I'm just like, and so I looked at her like, how is she going to handle this? And she says, could you please get on that one more time? And so I'm like, okay, we'll make sure I want to make put my feet on properly. <sighs> and I said, put it right here. And then this spot here, and she's like, "Yes, perfect." And, and it then comes you up. You planted one right in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And she's like, "Well, we'll just write 450 for right now." And I said, "No, I really need to know what my proper size is." And she couldn't figure out what was wrong. And I finally turned to her and I said, "Because your scale doesn't go above 450, that's what the issue is." And for this challenge, I'm not only disappointed that your website doesn't handle it very well, and then she started getting panicked. She's like, oh, we've got one of these, you know, and... Um, Please tell me she did not actually say that. No, okay. no, but her eyes Phew. rolled. I was going to say, because yeah. I was going to put my nails on <laughs> Absolutely. And down. Oh, and I said, and now your scales don't even work. And she says, you know what? They didn't even give us chairs. And I looked at her like, you don't need a chair. I mean, why would we have <laughs> to have chairs? It's a walkthrough exhibit. And wow. I'm just like, this is amazing. So then... I get to the point, and now people are telling me there's different there's different theories on this. But so I went to. She says, "Well, maybe one of the things that you can take a look at is to change your um, fat content, your body fat fat content mm-hmm, mm-hmm. percentage." I'm sorry. And so I said, "Okay." So she said, and so they had this thing where this takes electrical charge and it goes through your body. What? Oh, yeah, exactly. You <laughs> like grip these two things. Jumper oh, cable. Oh, it was fabulous. Oh my um, god. <laughs> so I clicked, put it on my little two. T- no, <laughs> um, and um, one on each boob. <laughs> and um, no, I held on to it, and they turned it on, and um, there's I didn't feel the electrical charge at all it's it's it really bases on it i didn't feel anything and um it comes back and it says 47 percent now then i started watching this like weight loss show um oh it was the national body uh challenge kickoff show okay. and they had a bunch of these people who are like maybe 250 and they had like 37 40 percent body you know percentages and i'm like there's no way I could be 47, 47% then. I mean, if I weigh 500 and I'm supposed huh. to weigh 200, wouldn't you think that I would be like at 60%? I mean, at least, a, you know, 60, maybe 70%. Well, um, and I thought that there would have to be that or whatever. Well, so there's two schools of thought. There's one like, yeah, that probably makes sense that you have probably more fat than your actual skeletal muscles. Um but then um, a science teacher pointed out to me, because I was complaining to everybody who listen, um, like I'm doing now, um, is uh, um, they said that, but to move your mass, not my, no, but my mass, M, with an M, um, you have to have so much muscle. And I said, I've always told people this is all muscle, That's but right. nobody believed okay. me. <laughs> so, and so, and big bones. Yeah, big bones. Exactly. <laughs> and so, um, size does matter. But anyway, it was one of those things <laughs> where um, I was. I. I've, uh, so there's two schools of thought. I'm not really sure if it's if it's truly the 47 percent or that again, their equipment couldn't handle some of my size, which I would think for a national weight loss program. You think they'd be prepared? They'd be, yeah, exactly. For some of my size, so it just got to be a very interesting experience, and and I really don't think they've ever really had somebody of my um, stature, stature, or of, of being outgoing. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. That would be able to um, to actually confront them with this, and I have been fascinated with this of just where. 
and so I've joined Bally's and I've gone to Bally's now and I, I'm actually I go to the one here um, near Briarwood mm-hmm. and it's very interesting to see people react to me I, I guess the thing is is that you know I was always told that oh well everybody goes to there there's not really one type that goes and to be honest with you I've gone and my first night was last night and you know what it was all the people like me that were there. It was very interesting, not as big as I am, but people that were not had that perfect body. And I was really surprised by that. And and no, they're was not paying. Was it a surprise? No. But it was one of those. Uh, <laughs> no, none of that was there. But anyway, but it was one of those. Uh, um, I thought that would be my motivation. But, um, you know. <laughs> but no. Um, and so it was kind of, I was really... All my stereotypes of these like fitness gyms, like um, uh, just all of all of them, and I specifically, unfortunately, been picking on Bally's because they're just the most well known. But um, of just not being very accepting of folks of my size and things, so of different sizes, right? Exactly. So it's it's a very interesting. Um, it, it was kind of interesting. So, but I'm going to take a uh, take a quick break. Absolutely, and. Um, um, we'll play some music and maybe one of our uh, old station IDs, I guess. And uh, we'll be back on the other side. This is Beth from S3, the safe sex store. You're listening to Closets Are for Clothes on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor. I just... Hey. So, um, you know, I, I have to admit, Gabe, it is very funny for someone who who does... I, I've done radio for a long time now, This and they have somebody like you who has never... It's true. I have these headphones on and this mic in front of me, okay? So, clearly. <laughs> and every time I hear a noise in, in, in my headphones, I'm like, oh, my God, there's someone behind me. Or it's what, another voice in my head. <laughs> it's like... Cause it's pretty crowded in there. So, I'm like, what is going on? Oh, exactly. And so, it's very... Especially when we were taping some of our... Yeah, some stuff. of our intros and stuff. I'd suddenly hear my voice, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's my conscience!" I'm, I'm crazy. You know, there's that Will Ferrell movie. Have you seen that? There's this, no. It's called Stranger Than Fiction. Okay. Where um, I forget who it is. I think it's like Kate Blanchett or someone like gotcha. narrates like okay. his life, and this guy's like, "Why is there someone narrating my life?" It's clearly that I'm insane. And so this is this is how I feel when I. When I met WCBN. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, so it's just kind of a, a thrill to kind of, uh, nothing personal, but I've been kind of right, very it's funny. It's kind of a thrill to have a laugh at Mike. Yeah. Yes, I sorry. agree. So I can imagine some of our commercial breaks are going to be. Uh, it's going to be a commercial break, then me suddenly being like, okay, so what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> and that'll never change, folks. That's right. That's right. So, um, so I think. Um, our our uh, Kate's here just arrived, so they're getting ready and and uh, getting set for uh, um, uh, interest to their fabulous sound that they're going to be um, bringing to Ann Arbor uh, real soon here. Exactly, and they're Kate and Sarah from Nervous but Excited. Yes, and they're on tour right now, and. You know, they're playing... Um, I think at the Arc. Right, on the 23rd. On yes. The, so... Um, and that's Actually, oh, on, on the 23rd or the 17th? On on the 17th, perhaps. Oh, I see. They're, uh, oh, you know what? This is very interesting. Uh, you're, you, we actually, they, they put on their website, 
live at WSBN. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> That's us. So all our new <laughs> listeners, welcome to Closets Ever Close. And <laughs> <laughs> That's but, right. But they're they're in town because they'll be at the Ark on Tuesday. Exactly. So, so that's this really is, exciting. The Ark is so it's so awesome. I really like oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah, it's a great venue. In fact, I'll be there um, this Sunday for uh, a different event that's okay. going to be happening. So, um, but uh, maybe I want to kind of kind of expand upon um, some of uh, Buried Rustin's while they're getting ready and things. Um, you know, I learned some things that were very like one of the things that I always think of is that um, great people um, are, are just born that way. Um, that they're just that they didn't have any sure, learning process it's like you know, you this, know this theory of leadership right it's by people born with it right. they learn it and you know it's totally like we can look at any of the leaders we have like we could look at you know our, our current um what our president whatever yes. he wants to go by right like the, the the decider yes the, de- the decider <laughs> yes. thank you thank yes. you you're the decider we get it right get to deciding um uh you can look at Bush, you can look at Pelosi, Barack Obama. Right, you know, he just announced his exploratory committee or whatever. Right, um, for president. But well, and wonder, that's, he's right? a gr- he's yeah. a really great example, in fact, because suddenly he's on the he's on the scene. He's like the golden child, right? Ab- absolutely. So he has he just all of a sudden been like like for instance just placed on earth and like this is what he's going to do now it's or funny because you know the john stewart at the daily show i didn't know if you watch it. oh i hilarious. do but i haven't seen him the past he's couple. always like uh, and barack obama after he saves the world will be <laughs> running for president and literally that's how he's being marketed right absolutely right. hello my name is barack and this is sliced bread for you right <laughs> yes, i yes. brought you fire as well yeah, that's right so that's one of the things as i'm reading barry rustin's um uh, his autobiography, or his basically his biography. One of the things I'm, I was fascinated with is that he actually introduced um, nonviolence to Martin Luther King. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He was he was a Quaker. Yes. Um, and you know he was basically brought on because he he was trained and he knew about these these nonviolent direct direct action Gandhian principles. Right. And some of that he learned while he was in India. He had traveled. He had he traveled um, uh, to many places around Earth and and. And and he was and he did do some studying in India and learned and went to some of the the the, the teachers uh, that were going that was happening in India uh, directly that worked with Gandhi directly and and he learned a lot of these principles and convinced Martin Luther King actually to put away the guns the the bodyguards the the um and and to really um internalize the idea of nonviolence is the way that we are going to win this. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, he first hooked up with, um, he first partnered, w- hooked up, partnered, he first, um, <laughs> um, did some work with, did some work with, <laughs> um, Martin Luther King Jr. around, um, uh, the Montgomery bo- bus boycott, you know, yes. um, and then they went on and, and they started to organize the Southern Christian leadership conference, the S- S- SCLC. Um, and you know, from there it was this, up and onward it was this right. amazing sort of and he was this he, you know he was a communist he was a draft dodger he yes. um like and those were terms used against him yes uh, in, including homosexual he's like he's a communist a draft dodger and a homosexual all things that um we're supposed to smear him right we're supposed to say you know this guy is not exactly uh, who, he, who he seems to be but really he's he really is this on uh, this um you know the documentary on him is called brother outsider and that's what he is he's he's this um really this person of note Yes. And that's the thing is that he had actually started off. I mean, he didn't like just plan the, the March on Washington 
um, the March on Washington and become and 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 just. It, and, and it was like, okay, they chose him, and he just had suddenly the skills to do this. He had done many planning of things in like in the early fifth in the early fifties, and he had done some planning for the in the forties. I mean, these were things that he had taken on smaller things and just built on it. And um, and even some of the work they were even saying that even when he was in high school, he had even done some uh, protesting. Uh, against folks and uh, and and using some nonviolent principles, and I was really, I was just really impressed with the fact that to watch, see his story in, in its entirety, um, and even at the the most, I think probably the most historic or or changing point in this country's history of the March on Washington, which he was the one that planned, I believe, right, the architect, definitely. Um, that you know, you'd think you get to that point and you'd stop. You know, right. it's like sometimes I think about like, for instance, with many of our, you know, great presidents and they, okay, so after they've been president, where do you go from here? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's like, well, what do they do? Um, and so I'm always curious of what they, people have done after the presidency. Um, well, that was one of the things that I found fascinating with um, Bayard Rustin is to be able to um, have, to have the, the things that he did after that. Um, he got involved with, I believe, immigration or... Um, other things definitely you know he um he you know in 86 even he was uh he testified at at new york state uh, for the gay rights bill um you know he you know he really thought that the the lgbt community was this barometer of human rights because uh he quotes he said you know um the community is a barometer of human rights because it's a community which is most easily mistreated um so he saw what and it was vocal about (laughs) about things that um, were really ahead of his time. And, Absolutely. And really on the, on the edge there. So. And that's one of the things that I'm fascinated with him about, is that he was actually born in uh, 1912. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think about that. That's like almost 100 years ago. And 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 he died, I believe, in 1987. Mm-hmm. 87. I think it was, in 87. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's been tw- 20 years since he's passed away. And... And we're just our our society is just even thinking about looking at that stuff. Absolutely, and I think it's because you know we talk in a wider role about our, our intersections, right? So he he was a black man, and he was a leader, and he was a gay man, and a, a lot of times it's it's hard to think of those things at the same time. Yes, um, and I think that we need to come towards this place where we're all talk we're talking about this intersection. We're talking about how all of these things influence who we are as whole people. Absolutely, right? You know, like you know us. As people of size as people who live in an armor as people who who are gay you know as really fabulous dressers like whatever <laughs> right we, have to, we own all of the things that we have right right and i think that that's one of the things that i, I i'm i'm fascinated with i encourage people to um read uh, read a lot of the essays that uh, uh baird rustin uh, has done and definitely rent the movie um brother outsider uh, really take a look at what he he's accomplished and um and even uh, before we go back even before the march on washington one of the things is that he was so out at one point that he was actually arrested arrested for in pasadena california right he was arrested for um sex perversion right um so um and that was just just for being gay i mean that was kind of like our our current day you pee in the park you now have you're a sex offender right um you know so it's one of those where 
um, just because he was an out man. Um, he was, but he kept going. He did. He did. He just put that behind him and kept moving on. And I think there's a lot of things that I personally can learn from him. And I just really encourage folks, especially when we're talking about uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and the work that he's done, and and keeping the dream alive, and 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 keeping a lot of his. Um, his influences yes. and his messages, um, you know, they were in, snow, in no small part um, because of of the of the friendship that he had with Brad Rustin. Definitely so. great. All right, so we're going to take a break, and we are going to be having uh, nervous but excited here mm-hmm. in the studio. Um, I've been uh, hearing in the background. I don't know if people can hear it. The uh, them warming up and getting ready to, uh, for uh, for us. So uh, um, we'll see you on the other side of the break. Yes, they are definitely from Lansing. Dun, dun, dun. Um, and oh, well, we we were we were, and now we're from Ann Arbor. Oh, but definitely Michiganders, right? Awesome. We uh, yeah. we are lucky enough to have just been joined by um, with nervous but excited. Yes. Hi. Hi, it's great to be here. Um, Kate and Sarah from um, Nervous But Excited are here with guitars in in tow, and um, you know we mentioned earlier they'll be they're here in town and they'll be performing um, at the Arc on Tuesday. Is that right? Yep. yep. 
Yes. This is great. And why? And what's going on at the Ark? So what, what is this event that's happening? Um, it's a part of the Take a Chance Tuesday series, which is um, sponsored by Fleming Artists um, in association with the Ark. But um, it's a series they have once a month, the last Tuesday of every month, where the show is free and they use it to give you know up-and-coming artists a chance to have the exposure and uh, also... Um, they've partnered up with the food gatherers, so to get in, you have to bring a canned item, canned food item. Oh, yeah. so it benefits the community, the artists, and uh, it's all around good thing. Wow, I don't, that's great. Wow. But if you do show up at the door and do not have your canned food item, you're still allowed to get in. So yes. don't turn back and miss some of the Will they be judged on the quality of their canned food <laughs> item? You need to sit further up, further I back. I will okay. judge you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you with the pickled beets and back. Exactly. <laughs> I do love cream corn, although I will not be eating it. That's right. <laughs> wow, I haven't had cream corn in a while. I never think about that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's very forgotten. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And um, and you said it was a, a flaming art. Flame, Fleming. 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 Artists. Fleming yeah. artists. I was like, Fleming, Fleming artists. artists? I haven't yeah. even heard of this group. They're Fleming <laughs> artists. They're Fleming artists. Fleming artists. Gotcha. Different. Terrific. So, wow. So, now now you you guys both um, just started uh, doing this um, a partnership in music. And uh, how did that come about? Well, we actually just. A while. Yeah, we, um, we just passed our two year. I guess oh. anniversary. Oh, we didn't even really celebrate. I know there was no cake, no There's, candles. What? Oh. It's not too late. No, see, we're on the same page. But, um, we love celebrating. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I feel like we just made cake the other day for the hell of it, you know. But um, <clears throat> no, but uh, yeah, we've been doing it. We've been doing it for a while. We've been touring um, quite a bit of the year for the last two years. Oh, and, wow. um, we are newly nervous but excited. We went. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, we yes. went by Kate oh, and Sarah for okay. quite some time. Okay, and so what? So how did you uh, um, get together with the music? Where because you, you did a lot of solo work mm-hmm. for quite some time, and um... we both played a bunch of shows separately from each other for a few years, and then we found each other in Lansing, and we both kept playing the same shows together, and just kind of started singing on each other's stuff, and and playing a little, and then. Um, the job that I had ended and we decided that what could be better than, you know, going out on the road and playing together. So then we started writing together and really making it a strong duo. So did you feel like your musical styles really, really meshed and your writing styles really meshed it like by accident? Like it was this, this happy accident that happened or... It was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I did hear that Hallmark was picking up your story. Oh, Oh, God, to be on the Hallmark channel would be a dream. I feel like some of Sarah's true talents really would work in that line of work. (laughs) There you go. She has a way with words. Gotcha. But um, we have been told many times that our voices mesh really well together. They're extremely different voices. This is what I'm told. I don't know. Yes. Well, listening to the music, it's, yeah. It's really well done. So that was that was the main clincher. But yeah, our writing styles are pretty similar in content and it just kind of works. It's never been an extreme effort to try to gel together. It's just always kind of happened. Mm-hmm. So wow. we figure why not follow a good thing and, and oh, keep going excellent. at it. That's excellent. That's so. excellent. So how about, you know, the first song <laughs> that um, that you're going to do with us uh, is called Lansing, mm-hmm. right? And um, you tell us a little about that song. 
Um, yeah, I well, I lived in Lansing for about nine years. I don't know, you know, I, I do have some loyalty to it, though I am very... Oh, uh, and you moved to Ann Arbor. I, mm-hmm. I know, that's why I just wanted uh-huh. to give a little disclaimer okay. that uh, I really do love Ann Arbor. I'm really happy to be here. So, like... Um, so it's Lansing, a tribute to your old hometown, exactly. right? Exactly. I wrote it about kind of, you know, a lot about the town itself, but about the transition of moving from there to that place that, like, I consider to be my home to kind of having a home everywhere mm. and uh, trying to find a home. And where, <laughs> and where, and like, where, like, when you were writing this, where, where were you or... You know, it's so funny because it did. It came pretty slowly. It came over a, a period of seasons, and uh, you know, I, I began writing in the fall, and then I finished it in the spring. And um, there's definitely one time, like in the recording process, was when I finished the recording of our new CD. And um, I kind of like I put the I had the instrumental down, and so I had you know I drove around in the car with playing it, and it's like it really did feel like the soundtrack to the city, in my for my life. You know what I mean? Right. I don't know how cheesy that sounds. What? No, that's fabulous. You got for the Hallmark movie. <laughs> there you <Sorry>. go. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think uh, I think it sums up how I feel about moving away from there and and moving on a little bit. So great. Excellent. So this is from your new CD, your new studio mm-hmm. album. Once More With Feeling. Once More With Feeling, and yeah. it's Lansing. Yeah, thanks. Get a 
perspective unfamiliar to me now when I spend each night inside a different city I know exactly what home means and that's why I must be leaving it's time to travel on with my sights That's Very excellent. Nice. Yes. Wow, that's Thanks. beautiful. That was <laughs> Lansing, and we're here with Kate and Sarah. Nervous but excited. That's that's the name of their group, not necessarily their state of mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, could um, it could be. That's yes. right. And you just heard Lansing, which was great. It was yes. awesome. And they're promoting an event called Take a Chance Tuesday at the Arc, which is going to be on Tuesday, obviously, uh, January 23rd. One, it's, two, three. That's right. One, two, One, two, three. One, two, three. Oh, Tuesday gotcha. Yes. I'm like, what? <laughs> Are we supposed to sing at three? Is yeah. it three, then go, or go on three? <laughs> One, two, three, go to the show. That's, That's right. right. And, and, and bring a, a non-perishable food item to yes. get in. Um, yeah. And uh, benefits food gathers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. What's extra special about it, too, is something that we don't get to do very often, which is play with a band. So we're going to have um, a bassist and a drummer coming and joining us. Yes. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. And so. Uh, yeah. And th- so wow. So this is. Um, so there's going to be a more than just the two of you. Yeah. This is going to be a whole ensemble. Exactly. Yeah. Fantastic. It's, it's going to be a rock show. Yes. Just there may even be some dancing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? And you think she's kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Will there be choreography? No, I'm just kidding. No. I, <laughs> but I can put something together. I mean, you're asking all the right questions. <laughs> We do sometimes. Do oh, that's that. excellent. So, so when you perform that show, uh, or the show, excuse me, that song, like, do you find yourself just really feeling yourself, like, walking through um, hometown and and, and th- like? Yeah, I mean, it does allow me to kind of connect back to you know the space that I was in when I wrote it, or just like the that place in general. I think, I mean, the album itself does that for me too because. Um, we actually recorded it in the house in which we were both living at the time um, in Lansing. We had a friend of ours come in who uh, is a very skilled man, can do many things, include play play bass. He played upright bass on the whole album wow, as, awesome. as well as like some jambé and some other stuff. But he engineered the whole thing. and We did it for the most part. We did it all in our house except for uh, we added drums later at a different studio. But... Yeah, so it kind of captured that whole feeling, you know, especially for me. So, um, yeah. Very cool. Oh, well, we got a phone oh, call? we have a phone call. Fantastic. Oh, I what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy, you call me, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call me. Hello, you're in closets. Hi, how are you? Good. Great. 
I am a huge fan of Nervous But Excited. Oh. And I just wanted to call in. I'm actually part of Fleming Artists. Oh, great. And that's Fleming, right? Not Flaming. Yes. Fleming, yes. Fleming. So now how did now what inspires you about Nervous uh, But Excited? Uh, they're captivating. If there's any if there's a chance for either of you to be able to come to the show or anyone that's listening. I mean, these two women have really amazing harmonies, great instrumentation. They've played with amazing other performers like I, Alex Olsen. Mm-hmm. Um, they've played with Ember Swift. Very political music as well. Um, and they just write with their hearts, and I think that everyone should be there. It's also for a very good cause. Fleming Artists has been part of this series. It's been going on for eight years now. It's a free music series, just introducing the community to the, the amazing venue, the ARC. And um, we just want to keep continuing it with it. And we're actually starting this new year with them. So. That's it, which, which is a great way to start it. That's for yes, sure. Obviously, I just wanted to call and encourage people to come if they can. And one, one more question for you before you go. So one, do you remember the first time you heard Nervous But Excited? Absolutely. And what, what was the setting? <laughs> they were playing um, at, uh, I believe I caught them in Lansing. Okay. And they were playing right before Toshi Regan, who's, I don't know if you know Toshi. Wow. Yes, that's great. Yeah, yes, and um, just hearing, as you, you're probably getting a better sense of it in the studio, but they have very unique voices, very great um, songwriting, and I remember them opening up for Toshi and just um, was absolutely caught by both of them. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thanks Absolutely. for calling. Thank yes. you. Have a good night. Yes, which is wonderful. I mean, it's, just, it's, just, it's true. I mean, it's it's a being in the studio. This is one of the things I love about having artists here is that you're really we we get a special. Um, a sense of it because of just the how the synergy between um, people that are that are you know getting together and putting on such great music and writing together and and it's just, it's a really great thing and one of the things that she brought up I think is that you also I was looking on your website which um, I was looking at Kate um, and Sarah so it's K A T E A-N-D, and then S A R A H so it's Sarah with an H mm-hmm. um, dot. Com. Yeah, there and are many, many, many addresses that will take you to the gotcha. same place. Gotcha. Okay. Including nervousbutexcited.com. Great. So nervousbutexcited is what we're trying to. Okay. So nervousbutexcited. Um. Uh. And I noticed that there was lots of different artists that you have played with or have worked with. Mm-hmm. And and so how about what? I guess the thing is, is how. How has the experience been with getting your music out there and opening up for folks? And how have they been receptive of your, um music and things has it it's been an amazing process i feel like so many i mean it's amazing to know how many singer songwriters are going at it every day touring around this country like Mm -hmm. it's a pretty hard life and there's lots of people that have been doing it for like over 10 years and like we are just so young at it and so new and we're very into learning from those people everything we possibly can and there are so many people that are so willing to teach us and take us under their wing like there's a special artist to us is a woman named ellis who has and also her partner terry have been amazing amazing people to us and really really showing us what this singer songwriter scene is about and we've opened up for her a few times we actually played at the arc opening up for her once before and it's twice. just oh twice sorry yeah. yes yeah. twice wow. and it's it's amazing how big a heart people have and how people believe in you like yes. it's amazing when people just start to believe in you especially somebody that you admire so much and like there are so many singer songwriters that we 
have grown up loving and like we get to play shows with them it's like it blows you away it makes right. you extremely nervous but then like they'll talk to you before a show and be like i really like your stuff thank you so much for opening and we're like oh my god please <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure <laughs> absolutely so, yeah which i think leads us to our our next song that we were going to do i think with, uh, with um blessings because one of my favorite oh. parts of it is um <laughs> You know, uh, let me be the teacher, um, and you be the blessing, or you be the. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not looking at the website at the moment, but it's. Um, it's no, no, no problem. <laughs> sorry, I was just laughing at Sarah getting caught up between the oh, uh, yeah. mandolin and the headphones. That's right. Oh, this would be good on the Hallmark special too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the other instrument that you had wasn't um, a guitar; it was a mandolin. A mandolin. Exactly. Very good. Exactly. Yes. So, but now, now we're back with the guitar. That's right. But yeah, blessing is very much about um, the learning process and growing together, and more specifically, it's about my family and my process of kind of growing into an adult in this family and also um, more specifically than that coming out um, to them and a lot of it is about my relationship with my father and what an amazing relationship it has been it's amazing to come out to your parents and have them truly rise to the occasion Wow! and um, just really do their own work about That's learning wonderful. about this and I feel like it's an incredibly inspirational song um, on a subject that to so many people is a very not so pleasant topic and it really a very speaks to people topic. in our community yeah. absolutely so that's great so so blessings yes exactly are you ready for it <laughs> sorry I'll, I'll give you Just south of leaving North of checking out West of believing This is how it'll always be You the man in the hat Me the girl with the hair Scattered conversations Trying to get Losing his armor Casting off this Shield of regret Cautiously shifting One foot to another Anxiously waiting for Change in the weather Fine. 
And that was Blessing by Nervous uh, But Excited. We have Kate and Sarah here in the studio with us. And, um, you know, I get, one of the things that I find that's really fascinating, a lot of uh, with, um, I, well, okay, I'm going I'm to put a label on you and I'm really sorry, but like queer artists um, is um, that a lot of times when they write the, co- the coming out song or the family's reaction to coming out, how it really could be interpreted with other things. I mean, they're, they're, the song to me also meant a lot of other things, a lot of stories we keep, mm-hmm. a lot of... Um, safe of places. Safe places. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and the and the interaction that we have with our families. And so I really... That song, I can see with our previ- the caller that we had that said, you know, there's the, it goes a lot deeper sometimes than just mm-hmm. what you were you intended it. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, that's the joy of being singer-songwriters is we get to take these songs out on the road and tell these stories and the amount of connections that people feel with some of these songs it's amazing because we hear 
how they're interpreted just like that like right. so many different ways and it just it opens the song up so much more absolutely which is an amazing experience so speaking because i was looking at your website and you guys go all over the place new york dc vermont pennsylvania Mich- oh, michigan yeah <laughs> um um and i'm i'm a lot of times reminded that sometimes people go to places that aren't always that friendly and so I'm kind of interesting how the traveling has gone for you and, and have you been as um, as when people have found out what your music was about or who you really are have you been um, totally accepted or has it been already pre pre uh, planned well they're both looking at each other like oh no they're shrugging uh, they're shrugging no, you. <laughs> um, I, I mean I feel like the majority of the time and the majority of the spaces that we put ourselves into are, you know, um, mostly safe spaces. And Great. we, you know, we play, we play a lot of, you know, LGBT type events, you know, not an overwhelming amount, but we do do. Well, quite and a we bit. support that. I mean, yeah. that, that one of the things when I was looking also, you, you've been to, um, you've supported transgender Michigan. You've been to the, um, you know, pride events. You've been, you've supported the Kalamazoo resource center. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've, you've really chosen organizations that have been really, well, and even one that I'm kind of interested in the Levin center. Could you tell us a little bit about that? That was a, that was a little surprise to me, not necessarily that you would be involved with it because it's a great place, but, um, how I didn't know they would have musical artists. They um they do actually work there for two and a half years also. Oh, <laughs> that's how you do it. Oh, gotcha. But um, and I led some events there, and that's also how I came to know Kate, um, through um facilitating facilitating some events and attending some events with Kate, and um yeah, just like some various fundraising events we've played for them, and um they've also led some events on writing and singing and performing and activism and kind of like the interweaving of all of that and so they've been an amazing inspirational place the levin center is a place it's halfway between lansing and grand rapids and it is a retreat and study center that works on the intersection between spirituality and social justice Excellent. Yes. It's amazing. You know, I noticed the other thing I saw very recently was that was uh, Nervous But Excited had gotten some really great press in mm-hmm. Curve Magazine, right? Yeah, that is no small feat. How did that, f- did you know that they were going to do that? Or they're just like, whoa, whoa, wow, we're in Curve, you know? Well, once, you know, once we put the, uh, put the album out we we spent quite a bit of time doing some press promotion and trying to get in touch with people and um you know sometimes it works sometimes it sometimes doesn't most times it doesn't but uh and this time it seemed like it did yeah so she uh the woman that did the review 